Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Uh, If you're a true believer, do you remember what's happening in your life? (laughs) You're called. You're beloved in God. You're kept for Jesus Christ. We've seen this in the first few verses of the book of Jude. Okay, That's what we are. We're called. We're beloved in God the Father, and we're kept for Christ Jesus. <coughs> now, remember what happened. This is Jude, verse 3. He was writing to them, and he was writing, and he desired to write about their common salvation. I think he was actually sort of excited about that. But he felt the necessity, ah, the Spirit of the Lord moving upon him, felt the necessity to write appealing to them that they would contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all handed down to the saints. So he wanted to encourage them and appeal to them to contend earnestly for the faith. The next verse begins to tell us why. And then we're going to see a a lot about the why, and we're going to see the how as we go along. And it's all related to this contend earnestly for the faith. Verse 4 of Jude. For certain persons have crept in, those who were long beforehand marked out for this condemnation, ungodly persons who turn the grace of our God into licentiousness and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Woo, that, that's sort of a, a loaded jumping into something. You know, those first three verses, he's sort of introducing, saying who he is, that mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to them, you know, how he wanted to write to him about the common salvation. But now let me appeal to you, you know, to contend earnestly for the faith. And boy, then he lets them know why. For certain persons, I believe he knew who these persons were. As, he, as you read through, you get sort of an inference of that. And he tells us a lot about what's happened, but we have to pay attention to every word. They have crept in unnoticed. Crept in where? And they have crept in among the body of Christ. Now, by definition, they're not of the body of Christ because they're not true believers. We're going to see this. We see it right here in this verse. They're not believers. They're not part of the organism, but they're hanging out with them. And they're part of the organization. Okay, They're part of the structure. If somebody from the outside is looking in, they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're part of that. Yeah, they're, they're real faithful in that group. They're, they're part of that. Yeah, I associate them with that. He says, no, and this whole idea that they've crept in gives a sort of a sense of understanding, which will be verified through the rest of the letter, that this was intentional, that they knew what they were doing. They know who they really are. In other words, they know that they're faking it. They know that they're fraudulent. They know that they're not true believers. And so they have crept in. The next portion of this verse, wow. Those who were long beforehand marked out for this condemnation. Long beforehand when? Long before this actually occurred, they were marked out for this condemnation. Here's the simplest, simple thing to understand. <coughs> Excuse me again. Whew. Um, God knows about it. And he's known before the foundations of the earth. 
You know, Ephesians 2 tells us that, uh, that the Lord has given us work to do today, that, that he determined before the foundations of the earth. The Lord knows everything before the foundations of the earth, before he spoke anything into existence. He knew, he knows, and he will know. And he knew about these folks, and they were marked out for condemnation because of what they were doing. Now, there's this distinction between that and God creating them for this and making them for this purpose. No, no, no. It's that wondrous, marvelous mystery of the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man. Those parallel truths that you see all through the scripture that God is sovereign and yet man is responsible. God knew what these folks were going to do. They were marked out for condemnation because of what they were doing. And Jude is just acknowledging that at the get-go. Then he describes these people. They're ungodly persons. Okay, they're ungodly persons because they've turned away from God. They've never known God. And here's what they did. He's telling them, telling the body there what they're doing. Who turned the grace of our God into licentiousness. There's two big things that they're doing. They're turning the grace of God into licentiousness. Now, this was happening throughout the body at this time. Uh, Paul, when he wrote to uh, 1 Corinthians, was dealing with this, had a great example. There was a man there that was having a sexual affair with his stepmom. Well, yuck, right? The scripture actually describes it as his father's wife. So it was his stepmother. And then there were other uh, believers within the church at Corinth that were still practicing and going into pagan temples to worship. Well, you went into pagan temples to worship with the pagan prostitutes. And Paul says, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Their idea was this. Well, you know, we're saved by grace and there's abundance of grace and God's grace is limitless without bottom. So I can do whatever I want to. And his grace will cover me and protect me from my sins. That's licentiousness, saying, oh, God's grace, I can do anything I want to because he'll forgive me. And that's what these ungodly people were doing. They were turning the grace of God into a get-out-of-jail-free card, into a, a, a stamp that says, oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want to do, licentiousness. You can do whatever you want to do, and you're going to be forgiven for it because grace is so abundant. And that's not how that works. And that's what these ungodly people were doing. So they were doing that, turning the grace of our God into licentiousness. And then they were doing this. Are you ready? And deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. They were denying Jesus Christ. Now, again, again, it's <coughs> not something new. Uh, Paul addressed this to the Romans. He addressed it. Uh, the church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians. Uh, let me think of an example. Oh, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, 15th chapter, he talks about resurrection. It's a great chapter on resurrection. Well, the reason he's having to deal with it is that there were people there that were saying, oh, yeah, you can be a Christian, but you don't have to believe in the resurrection because that's sort of a weird thing. And so we don't believe in the resurrection, but we believe that Jesus is Lord. Well, no, that's denying that Jesus is master and Lord because he's the one that's proclaimed that he's the one that was resurrected from the dead. So that's what these certain people were doing. They were creeping in and had crept in. They were unnoticed. Unnoticed by who? Unnoticed by the body, folks. And that's the reason that Jude is writing this, to try to wake them up a little bit. And we do the same thing. And it's not like we have to look with physical eyes. The Lord, uh, one of the gifts of the Spirit is the discerning of spirits. Those that are gifted with the discerning of spirits will notice people like this, will see people like this. The sad truth is that most of the body of Christ has rejected that giftedness of the Spirit. 
and we quench it and we won't listen to it. And he's trying to stir them into action here because he said these folks have crept in unnoticed. They're ungodly people. Here's how they're ungodly. They turned the grace of God into licentiousness, and that is evil. And they have denied our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. That's a lot in one verse, isn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. So I encourage you, as I continue to call for these seasonal changes, right, uh, that you go read these first four verses here of Jude. And just lay it before the Lord and say, Lord, show me the truth right here. Lord, show me where I am today, personally, corporately, where we are. Lord, may we not get caught up in this thing to where we're involved with those that are perverting the grace of God and denying the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.